Hey there, and welcome to the Fantasy Fantasia podcast, a podcast where a bunch of Canadian theater nerds gather around and play various tabletop role-playing games such as Dungeons and Dragons, Monster Hearts, Monster of the Week, Call of Cthulhu, and more. My name is Avery Malosh, and I will be your dungeon master for tonight's session of Dungeons and Dragons Legend of the Silver Flame. Previously in Legend of the Silver Flame, war is raging on the floating island of Elysia. The Fighter Things Club must split apart to stop the far-spawn creatures from overrunning the elven armies. Velvet and Lena leave the island to convince Queen Titania to bring in reinforcements from the Summer Fae, but discover an infuriating secret. Bree almost loses her life, and our hero see the Kyber Shard is enshrouded in a giant fog dome created by none other than the evil coven of hags. A plan must be made fast, otherwise the Kyber Shard will be lost. Um, if you get closer to the wall, you see that it's just fog. It's not a force field. Like, you can pass through it, but it is shrouded in this uh, cloud dome. Mm. Velvet goes, uh, like, mim- mimicking the, the elf early. What was her name? Darunia? Darunia. Yeah, yeah. Darunia. It's like, Ooh, the creature will be safe. <laughs> Why do we listen to these people? Guys. <laughs> is the force field thing Guys. surrounding the dome? Is that what's happening? I'm going to guess that Queen Mab is that way. <laughs> yes. hey guys, guys, we, we need a, we need a plan. We, we these these hags seem they literally sent us to this weird other dimension. I mm. I agree. We we mm-hmm. need to to catch them by surprise. I I I think that we should do your classic, um, uh, you know, uh, distract and attack because if they see us, they can cast incredible spells. But even if they do, you know, they blasted us all together because we were right together. But what if we get someone to like let's let's flank them? But what what also, what if we get that queen, um, uh, Mab to be unpossessed? She'll probably be pissed, and then help us fight the hags. But you mentioned the necklace, right? Like that's that's our best bet. You I, think that I, might be? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I noticed it glowing. I maybe it's what's because pos- she didn't see what what Geary's fight, so she has no idea. But um, yeah, maybe it's maybe it's what I don't know. I don't that's know. That's our best I, bet, as far as I'm concerned. The, the necklace? Yes, I think yes. so. Do we see Queen Mab at all? Or is it just the fog? No Queen Mab in sight. No Queen Mab in sight. Okay. Well, noted, but we need to find her first. Well, yes. let's head towards there, but... So, I, we... where, where is that goddamn army? <laughs> <laughs> um, the, is, Davery, is there something that I can do to, like... Because I'm, I'm like, a part of me literally is the Fae being my vocal cords. Can I try to, like, tune into, I don't know, maybe just, like, the magic fingerprint and see if I can at least feel that some Fae magic is, is like, on its way? <laughs> can I do that by, like, playing the harp and, like, listening to myself and tuning inside? Is that a roll that I can do? Uh, or is that not just, really, like, too... I, th- I think that's a little too far a stretch, sorry. But, um, Avery, is my blink spell still in effect, or did it, is, has it been too long? 
How long does it last? It lasts a minute. It's been a Wait. minute. It's been a minute, yeah. Hey, hey, um, can't you send your monster thing in, Sai, the one that's charmed? Well, if I can find him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you, you turn around and you see him still punching the shit out of Farspawn on the Chateau Faria balcony. Okay. Hey, at least he's been helpful. <laughs> Bree says, I have an idea. What, what is it, Bree? Yeah, so we all saw Queen Map when we were in the castle, right? Uh, we talked yeah, to briefly. Her. Right, but we saw her before she turned into the hags, right? Yes. Okay, because I can use low-key creature. Oh. Oh. Mm. So it, it says to describe another creature that is familiar to you. You can sense the direction the creature is in as long as it is in a thousand feet of you. And if the creature is moving, you know the direction of its movement. So you cast Locate Creature, and you immediately get the sense that the Queen Mab is actually within the Dark Dome, right ahead of you. I look at them and say, yes, yeah, she's definitely in the dome. <laughs> wow. That's oh, of course she is. Yeah, I mean, that checks That's out. That's what we thought. So yeah. anyways, the point is, if we need to get that, the necklace is our best shot. So I think at least one of us needs to be the one that like sneak around we're still going to be together obviously and we're going to coordinate but someone needs to get behind if we can get the necklace off if if we get it off it doesn't work then we know but we have to put it to the test i will do it <laughs> all right giri you're the man okay i'm gonna be on team distraction of course it's what i do best i'll i'll help gary it out good call she, yep both of the muscle and why don't i take the two magic users because i'm weak af <laughs> Certainly. I have invisibility. I can go this uh, So can I. Uh, <laughs> but uh, why, why don't we start with you you, you being invisible. And uh, Bree, I snap my fingers and I'm going to make Bree invisible. Um, so I'm going to use invisibility on you, Bree. So that okay. means that you're going to become uh, visible once you start attacking. Mm-hmm. Okay. But you're invisible up to that point, And I believe it's for... Uh, I gotta double. I think it's for an hour. I think it's yeah. Okay. Oh. And I'm gonna keep concentrating on my locate creatures so that if she starts moving, we'll know. Oh yeah, and Kim gave me haste. That's right. I'm gonna pull that up. Okay, so uh, uh, so the three of us will will we'll do a head-on assault. We'll make as much boom and crackles as we can with our magic. And Team Sneaky Sneak, you get behind, <laughs> jump on them, rip off that goddamn necklace. Uh, what should our cue be? I'm going to, when you start hearing me play Coconut Love, that's going to be our cue. Oh, okay. And and uh, Sai turns to Bree and kind of hums a few bars of Coconut Love just so she's familiar with the tune. I tell that too, obviously. That that like that that's for us, but it was more towards the other two because oh. like like that's when like <laughs> like they were gonna jump and like grab the necklace. So I feel like oh gotcha. You know when you just hear me say Coconut Love, you're good. Right. Hands in. Team Fighter <laughs> Things Club shot number three. In. Let's let's pull <laughs> off this hat trick, shall we? <laughs> All right. Stay safe. Velvet into kinks. Let's do this, everyone. Velvet. All right. And Before. <laughs> Lead the way. Velvet. Invisible I think Matt says something. Oh, yes, 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 Gary. What's Bef- up? Before you go, and he looks you right in the eye, and he, I wanted to ask you this. Yes. What is a kink? <laughs> <laughs> the silence is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The Garou just descends into, and you can just hear the battles of war around as Velvet stares trying to think, his head like cocked slightly trying to think of what to say, his eyes narrow. Gyriot, when we survive this, we're going to have a night where we get totally wasted and we're, I'm going to open you up to the world of the Urban Dictionary. 
Cool. <laughs> I would be of the liking that greatly. Well, don't die, buddy. He slaps him on the back and then uh, on the butt and runs away. He accepts it. He just kind of keeps going. He accepts it. Yes. So I feel like uh, team three, are we just heading forward then? Let's go. Okay, let's let's boogie. And uh, Velvet is is make, tr- like trying to make as much noise as possible, like running around, stringing his leer as as we make our way towards uh, Queen Mab. Okay, so um, those that are entering immediately, um, which is Velvet, um, Kim, and Steph, right? Yes. Okay, so Velvet, Sai, and Bree. You enter through the cloud and come onto the fountain terrace. Um, you, you see there are four cherry blossom trees in a square around a giant magnificent fountain. On either side of the fountain, a small river rushes out going separate directions, flowing to their inevitable fall off the island. Tasteful. <laughs> floating in the things. air. <laughs> floating in the air near the fountain, atop one of the cherry blossom trees are the three hags, as well as the body of Queen Mab, laying, and they're surrounded by this multicolored, multi-layered sphere called a, a prismatic wall. Whoa. Uh, you see Queen Mab is just laying at the bottom of this sphere and the others are joined hands performing a ritual of some kind. You see from their sphere, there's a dark purple ray of energy being shot into the golden sphere that encases the shards. Mm. Is Queen Mab wearing the necklace? It's hard to tell right now because she's laying down and slumped over. That's fair, okay. Um, so, something... Hey! What's up, witches? <laughs> <laughs> they turn to you and immediately like, oh, The pesky adventurers made it back! <laughs> I knew we should have killed them instantly, but no, you must play with your prey! <laughs> no matter, sisters. We can relish in turning this river red with their blood. You two, take care of them. I will maintain the spell. Oh. And immediately... Um, the anise hag, so the one that's like big gray and like rotting, and the dusk hag, which is like the red skinned one with like coal for eyes, like burning, they gently float through the prismatic wall and down onto their ground, uh, facing you. Do I, um, Avery, does Sai know anything about a prismatic wall? Like, what, like, is it impervious to magic? Is, is kind of what he would need yeah, to Yeah, like, you're a wizard, so let me, yeah. let me read it for you. Um, okay. So you know it to be a level nine spell. Hmm. It is, it, conv- it consists of seven layers, each with a different color. When a creature attempts to reach into or pass through the wall, it does so one layer at a time through all the wall's layers. The wall can be destroyed also uh, one layer at a time in order from red to violet, but each layer has a specific way it needs to be destroyed. Okay, yeah, I was just about to ask that. Okay, so, and, and would I know what those layers are or is that something we have to figure out? Um, because it's such a powerful spell and you've never cast it mm-hmm. or worked on it, I, w- I would make you make an intelligence check to see. Okay, can I do that? I f- I, if you'd like to do it now, yeah, let's do it now. Um, uh, and I have one one more question uh, about the necklace that's around Queen Mab's. Do I know is that is that a cursed object? You're not sure. Okay. You would assume so for sure. Okay. But with the hags, uh, it would take time to be certain. So, yeah, so Velvet's going to look at his his leer and go, well, buddy, 
guess this is our last go around. Let's make this shit count. And um, I think I just I, I kind of like jump up in the air. Look at the hag that's coming closest to me. Uh, do I get an attack of opportunity or is, is this just going to should I just roll initiative at this point? Uh, we're all going to roll initiative. Um, but before we get into the fight, I'm going to first do the intelligence check for side. Yeah. OK. And what do I is it just the intelligence modifier or roll Arcana? All right, that is an 18. So that will not be enough to understand what is needed to destroy the first layer, which is red. Bummer. Okay. Um, So now we've done that. Um, You three, roll initiative. And the other two, what are you guys up to? I'm 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 going to, before anything, cast Pass Without Trace. So a view nice. of shadows and silent radiates from you, masking you and your companions from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you, that's including me, uh, we have plus 10 to plus uh, dexterity, stealth checks, and can't be tracked except by magical means. So, nice. oh well. Um, a creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no tracks or other traces of any kind. Mm. Okay, great. Perfect. Okay. Oh, I think we need to get that third hag out. Agreed. Right? What do you think? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. I just don't. I, I just don't know magic. I don't know what that dome thing is. So, um, can I roll our, our Arcana to understand it better, Avery? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, let's see. My Arcana. <laughs> I hope your Arcana is better than mine. I, it it should be. It is. Okay. Good. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. It is. So it's sixteen that I rolled altogether. Nice. So that'll not be yeah. enough to determine ooh, anything ooh. about no, it. I take, I take out the talisman thing and I shine oh. it at the thing. Nice. There we go. <laughs> um, so the Does talisman it work? works. It works on uh, creatures. So you Can scan it, the hag. Yeah, that, it, that was going to say, if it can't get the ta- that get the hag, yeah. So it tells you that when hags form a coven, they have shared spell casting. So they get access to a series of spells that they all share up to the sixth level Mm -hmm. and they share spell slots among them as well Mm -hmm. um oh okay interesting this hag does not have any particular weaknesses Mm -hmm. it appears to be the weakest of the three that's inside the orb yes correct okay Okay. i relay that information to period so avery would i know if the hags need to speak in order to cast. So I'm going to say, because if I'm understanding what you're getting at, Matt, um, you can probably silence them or something so that they can't verb uh, mm. use like the verbal yeah. component. Yeah. Mm. But if, I'm going to say since like you guys don't use components, they don't use components, okay. so they'll still be able to That's cast. That's fair. Okay. Fair enough. So he, um, he, he'll still cast that spell with Pass Without Trace. Mm-hmm. And as, as he goes to crouch down and sneak, he goes... On your mark, I will go where you choose, and we will attack when it is right. Oh my God! Don't put this on me. What if I do something wrong and I fuck up? Um, <laughs> <laughs> maybe we just lay low and see what happens. With like, I, you know what? I mean, I said gonna, I was gonna give you guys a signal, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. let's lay low and wait for the signal. Agreed. Okay. So where do where do you think she's we gonna ready head? a she's gonna ready a javelin though, just in case. Okay. There we go. Yeah. I'm gonna ready my bow. And that's that. Okay, so I'll say when Velvet gives you the signal, you guys will get one javelin attack and one bow attack, mm-hmm. and then you'll enter into initiative. There Perfect. We go. Yes. Ooh, sexy. Okay. Oh, okay. And I'm going to um, whisper something to Mimic real quick and make sure he readies himself for something. Mm-hmm. 
do you want to say what it is or hold off for now? I'm going to hold off for now. Okay, cool. Sounds good. So the others who all rolled initiative. Yep, I rolled a 19. I rolled an 11. 13 for Sai. Here is the order of initiative. First is going to be Velvet, then Sai, then the Hags, then Bree for now. To paint the picture, the Hags currently are 30 feet away from both of you. They're standing 10 feet apart from each other uh, in a line, so they're both the same distance away from you guys. What would you like to do? Uh, so the one that's running up to me that's the closest. Uh, I assume they're pretty close to each other, but I can only really pick one here. I'm going to, uh, what's it called? I'm going to use Vicious Mockery. So I look at the one closest to me, so it's, I unleash a string of bad insults, or uh, laced with insults, uh, saw with enchantment, inside a creature, uh, you can see within range, the target can hear you, they must succeed in a wisdom saving throw, or take four psychic damage, and have disadvantage on the next attack roll. There um, you go, yeah. That, that's it. It's uh, all these descriptions that linger. <laughs> So do you want to go for the Dusk Hag, which is the red-faced one with horns, or the Anis Hag, that is the rotting flesh one? Ooh, ooh. Oh, he doesn't like rotting. He doesn't like necromancy or dead things, so I'm going to go with the other one. The other one freaks him out too much. And it makes a wisdom saving throw? Uh, yeah, so I, I I point at it, and like in like a kind of... A, 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 like a satire song tune, like I would like to know what brother and sister were your parents. Bing. <laughs> <laughs> what does she have to beat? She has to beat fifteen. She got fifteen on the nose. <sighs> so she's gonna take I... half damage. No, uh, wait. Oh no, there is no half damage move. Okay, so you try to mock her, and she just laughs maniacally back at you. <laughs> Okay, well then, that was a wash, so I'm going to turn and I'm going to use my bonus action then to at least give my group something. Um, <laughs> are you, you're, you're both still invisible though, right? Yes. Okay, cool. So in, in the general direction, I'm not sure if I'm actually pointing towards you. I'm like, Sai, I could drink with you any day, bud. Bree, I wish I kissed you longer. And he like winks oh. and uh, then I stop. Yeah. Ooh. I'm using bardic inspiration here. Um, yes. So, my god, I need to reconfigure where my bar moves are, because they're all... Here we go. So I can inspire others within 16 feet. Uh, so you gain one... Sorry, one d6. So right. next up will be Sai. So Sai reaches into his little pouch, and he takes out the eye, and he says, Well, didn't want to use this, but uh, I know that orb. I know it needs some heavy-duty... Uh, heavy-duty weapons against it. So he's going to try to use it against the uh, orb. He's going to... Th that's that's his task, is he's going to try to dissolve the orb. Okay, so it casts a disintegration ray. That's 10d8 force damage. <laughs> okay. uh, it's not necrotic, actually. It's force, so my apologies on that. Okay. The outer shell is red. So you you pull out the beholder's eye. It, gr it glows warm in your hand, this intense green color, and shoots this green ray. It blasts and you feel the force in your hand. Your hands are shaking with the sheer force of this disintegration ray. It smashes into the prismatic orb and keeps smashing into it, hitting it, hitting it, hitting it. And then it finally dispels and the red wall is still there. Oh. Fuck. Oh, Does oh it need sorry, fire? Lena. <laughs> she doesn't even know. It's fine. It might be I fire. Know. <laughs> um, okay, so that's my action, right? Yes, it is. Okay, I'm and so I guess sorry. I'm visible now. And well, you are visible not now. Not if, he, so if the... you use greater invisibility or not. 
It's not greater invisibility. It's just yeah, invisibility. nope. <laughs> <laughs> so they see you. They're like, oh, hi friends. guys. <laughs> yeah. Hello, that's new a, friends. <laughs> you know, that's probably a good thing because they were going to concentrate all their attacks on Velvet, and yeah, that doesn't have to happen anymore. No, that's okay though, because they think that this is the plan. They think we're a bunch of idiots. Right. <laughs> it's yeah. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> we have them right where we want them. <laughs> The Anis Hag, the rotten one, looks to you, Velvet, first. You see her raise her hands, and like this darkness begins to crawl out from the parts of her flesh and body that are missing, and shoots out at you, encasing your head. And I need you to make a wisdom saving throw. Ah, I have advantage on those. I can finally <laughs> use those. Hey, nice. Yay! Hey. Uh, what am I adding, Avery? Is it my... Oh, okay, it's just that saving throw bonus there. Yes. Gotcha. Okay. Ooh, uh, 19 was my highest roll. Okay, so you pass. Uh, so they cast Phantasmal Killer at you. Oh, God. So it's a concentration <laughs> spell. At the end of each of the target's turns before the spell ends, the target must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or take 4d10 psychic damage. On a successful save, the spell ends. Okay, so they go to cast that Phantasmal Force at you, but you maintain your mental fortitude and it does not work on you whatsoever i and laugh back at them <laughs> <laughs> so we're in like a laugh off right now it seems <laughs> really quick i just need to make a spell slot list for myself so that i'm keeping track of these but i gotta come up with a good line i need our i need our map I need our map god damn it where's our map um hold on this line won't work without it games D D. valendia where are you there you are I'm gonna wait, do before Avery can finish. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Okay, so that was the Anis Hag, and now the Dusk Hag. I got it. I. <laughs> 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 you call that fear? I spent three months in a Calfastian. Uh, fuck. Hold on. Uh, in a Calfastian brothel. I know fear. <laughs> that fucks it. <laughs> You can cut we that waited all that just yeah. for that. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah. Worth it. I, I, I was chasing. I was chasing the rabbit on that one. Sorry. <laughs> okay, the dusk hag turns to you, Sai. And how how many hit points do you have right now? Um, should I tell you? Yeah, it's fifty-eight. Fifty-eight. Yes. Okay. So they attempt to make you fall asleep. It's uh, one of the spells the Dusk Hag can cast at will, and mm -hmm. they only rolled a thirty-nine on their sleep spell, so you do not fall asleep. Sai lets out a yawn, but then kind of goes, "Ha ha!" Thank <laughs> 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 you. Everybody's laughing here. We're still trying to get through the red level of the spell. I mean, orb. yeah, sure. <laughs> well, if you want to, <laughs> mm -hmm. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you to. Yeah, I want to try to cast a firebolt on it. Yeah. Okay. Um, I won't have you roll AC. Um, it's pretty big. It's gonna be <laughs> hard to miss. Mm -hmm. You shoot a firebolt at it. The firebolt instantly repels off of it and does not have any effect. <laughs> okay. I'll allow you to repeat intelligence th uh, th uh, checks on your turns if you wish okay. on that prismatic orb. Okay. Can I do that? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you took Go your ahead. action and uh, you can think about it, so roll uh, Arcana for me. Okay. 14. Nope. It's not enough. You, you also have, no have that D8. Just remember that you can use it anytime, Steph. Ooh, Steph and Kim. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to use the D8, D8 on that D8. one. It, it, I thought it was a D6, but I'm past level 5, so it's a D8. Oh, it's D8. Oh, oh awesome. Okay, yeah, so that's 14 plus 8 is 22. 
Oh, okay. So the first level, let me just bring it up again. Um, it is red for fire, so you need to deal cold damage to it. Yeah, that's what I thought. That was my next guess. Yeah. All right, so uh, that's your turn, Bria, unless you want to take any movement. Uh, no. I'm just going to telepathically say to Sai and Velvet what I figured out about the orb. Okay. okay. Cold. So gotcha. Berber. This is a thumbs up to Bree. Yep. All right. Velvet, you're up. Okay. Well, I don't have anything that's cold, so I'm not going to be helpful in that sense. <laughs> um, but let's... How close are they? I assume they're getting close. They're not moving from their spots, actually. They're oh, still we're just in, away. like, a spell off right now. It's, uh... Yeah, basically. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, then in that case, I'm going to use... Fuck it. Let's do fear. Ooh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I, I, I want to scare the one again, the one with that's rotting. Ew, God, you want to scare that one? No, I don't. No, I don't want anything to do with. That. I don't even want to look at that one. It's creepy. That's what I fear. Ugh. Okay, uh, I'm gonna scare the other one though. Oh, actually, it's both because it's a thirty foot cone. Yeah, each creature must succeed in a wisdom saving throw or drop whatever they're holding and become frightened for the duration. Okay. So the dusk hag is immune to being frightened. So when you cast this, it has no effect whatsoever. But the anis hag is not. So you said wisdom saving throw? Yes. And what do I got to beat? 15. Okay, so she, she rolled a dirty 20. Oh. So they both negate the fear spell. Well, Velvet has tried and failed multiple times. So I'm literally <laughs> going to do nothing. <laughs> Velvet right. can do nothing else. <laughs> He just fucking stands there. <laughs> that, that's it. And so he turns to Velvet and says, I got this. Um, and <laughs> uh, well, 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 you know what? At least I, I'm going to try to be useful. Um, that's fear there. Can I try to study the second um, layer? Yeah. Um, oh, nice. Actually, yeah, you're not I'm even through. You're not through the. F I won't allow you to study the second one until you're through the first. Oh, okay. Oh. Okay. Because um, okay. you can't see the colors that are under it, if that makes sense. Can we find? Can I hold up that amulet to see if there's? Because uh, I haven't Pokedexed it yet, and I want to know if there's any weakness. Like, do these witches have weaknesses? Mm -hmm. Um, which one would you like to scan? Uh, the one I've been trying to attack. So uh, the dust hag. Yeah, the dust hag. All right. So dust hag. Um, I'll let you know that they're immune to being blinded, charmed, or frightened. Um, there's no weaknesses. Um, and it's best not to be unconscious because this <laughs> thing is a dream eater. It's all about prophecies and stuff. And if you fall unconscious, it can start to heal itself by giving you psychic damage. It, it like eats your dreams. Okay, that's good to know. And sigh. Okay, so I'm going to, I'm, I'm kind of worried about these two. Uh, so I'm actually, I mean, I have a plan for the orb, but I'm gonna do, um, first, I'm gonna cast slow on the two hags. And okay. basically I'm altering time around them, around the two of them, um, and they must succeed on a wisdom saving throw or be affected by the spell. Wisdom saving throw, okay. Yeah. Let me roll that for both of them. Anis hag. Uh, the anis hag fails, the dusk hag passes. For the one who fails, uh, affected target, speed is halved, Minus two penalty to AC and dexterity saving throws and can't use reactions. Can use an, either an action or bonus action, but not both. Regardless of the creature's abilities or magic items, it can't make more than one melee or range attack during its turn. Um, if the creature attempts to cast a spell with a casting time of one action, uh, I roll a d20 
and then on 11 or higher, the spell doesn't doesn't take effect until the creature's next turn. So it kind of takes two turns mm. for it to happen, for the magic to happen. Others that are just watching so far, do you want to just get involved, or are you still waiting for Velvet Signal? Uh, well, you know what? Us. Go ahead, go ahead, Matt. I was going to say, maybe we will wait. I, I will wait for Velvet Signal, because Gyrion would literally wait for Velvet um, Signal. Okay. I have a question, though, Avery. Um, yep. I want to make sure I'm getting my lore right. You said that these hags worked with the Lords of Dust. They mentioned that they want a reward for taking the shard. So you can probably connect the dots that they're taking it to give to the Lords of Dust. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought something they were, yeah, they're connected to them somehow. So yes, yes. Um, Lena would know that, um, that they, the Lords of Dust, um, she's going to talk to Rack really quick, if that's okay. Hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll say it'll take an action. Okay. It's all right. If Velvet keeps sucking, he'll, he'll bring y'all in next turn because Velvet is not doing well. <laughs> Things have not gone well. Lena's going Lena's gonna to just um, turn away from Geryon really quick and go, hey, we're in trouble here. I think these hags work for the people that tried to resurrect you. Do you know anything that I could say to them to get them to, to come on your, your side or think that you're still alive and give me the shard? Hmm. I can even say it in a bit. Uh, what is it? Abyss? Abyssal, I, I'm assuming, is the language of demons. He responds saying, With your persuasion, no. Mm. Wow, thanks. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't think you're nearly persuasive enough to even open that conversation. <laughs> I figured if he had something he could say that like would let them know he's still alive and like like alert his followers to his presence, maybe. But yeah, that's mm, fine. In the middle of a battle, already in action. Yeah, that's no, cool. It's, uh, I, I thought I'd try. Yeah. No, that's that's okay. So the Anis Hag is affected by the slow spell. Um, so it it is going to try to cast. Can you roll that d twenty for me? That is a sixteen. Okay, so the spell it's going to cast will be on its next turn. Mm -hmm. It's going to cast Polymorph. Oh. Um, Bree, you're also here now, right? Because you cast a spell? Yes. Okay. It's going to look to you, Bree. And it's going to cast Polymorph, um, but I'll take care of that on the next turn because of the slow spell. The Dusk Hag begins to wave her arms in front of her in this circle and this glowing black and purple spiral begins to slowly radiate outward creating this hypnotic pattern now brie velvet and sai i need you guys to make a wisdom saving throw for me Aha! yes yes okay <laughs> i know i know you guys are good at that but still yeah, <laughs> magic users woot, woot. yeah Ooh, 17 22 26 Oh my gosh, you guys. Okay, so it tries to charm you all with this hypnotic pattern and all of you pass. Yes. So we're all good on that. Um, yeah, more laughter. <laughs> the whole group laughs together. <laughs> <laughs> and that's its turn. They're still keeping their distance. Um, so, Bree, you're up. I want to try to cast Dispel Magic on the hypnotic thing. So um, it's a level nine, so the spell save is 19. Yeah, so that's uh, 17 plus five. Okay, so you rolled a 22. Yeah. And just as you're about to feel this prismatic orb give way, the 
as a reaction, the Dusk Hag casts Counterspell. And is it a third level spell or lower? It is a third level spell. Okay, so it instantly gets dispelled and your dispel magic does not work. Okay. Dispelled is a spell magic. Yeah, <laughs> dispel, <Ugh>. dispel. <laughs> Velvet, you're up. Perfect. Okay, so Velvet's tired of this fucking mind battle that we're having here. <laughs> he's done with it. So well, well, he's enjoying the ha-ha's. Yeah, he's, he, he's gonna, I'm going to kind of do like a two-in-one thing. I'm going to play the coconut love signal while erupting yes. thunder wave from my lyre. <laughs> so nice. Coconut love! Boom! And it just explodes from my lyre as I strum, and uh, uh, kind of in that in that like you know anime like zigzag like this this energy wave <laughs> flying towards them. Uh, you have to do a Constitution saving throw. Uh, okay. It is for both creatures. Does slow affect Constitution rolls? Let's take a look. Ooh, good point. Uh, Dexterity throws. Okay, never because mind. Because yeah. um, <laughs> what do they have to be? I, I assume it's my spell cast, so fifteen. 15. Uh, the Anis Hag fails again, and the Dusk Hag passes. Cool, so mm. the Dusk Hag will take 11 damage, and the okay. uh, the Anis Hag will take 22 damage. Okay, that is the first damage they have taken. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I also set that signal as I was saying it, so yeah. I, I called the Lena goes, there. wait, was that, this? that might not have been the song. Coconut love, coconut love, coconut love! When, when, when they don't immediately attack, he just starts freaking out. <laughs> Coconut fucking love! So, Gary, what's your story? We got time. Um, <laughs> so, here's how this is going to work. You guys are going to enter initiative right after Velvet. So, it'll go Velvet, okay. Gary, Lena, Sai, the Hags, Brief. Um, so, first, we'll take care of the two actions you guys readied. So, the javelin attack and the one arrow shot. <laughs> this is not going to go. This is not going to go through the thing. Okay. Oh, okay, I crit. Okay, yes. roll the damage. Yes. Then. Okay. And uh, roll a percentage dice as well. All oh, right. Um, 97. Mm-hmm. 97. <gasps> oh, um, my God. Wh- yes. Which one are you going after? Um, the main one, question mark. <laughs> There's the anise hag that is rotting or the dusk hag that is red and um, has horns. Oh, the anise hag. <sighs> the anise hag, okay. Um, so what's the damage on that? Um, l- l- let, me, let me find out for you. So... That would be 30 altogether. 30. Okay, so it's going to take half of that because it has resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, and slashing. Okay. So, so it'll take 15. So I, I, as I appear, I go, um, Hag of Anus, it is I, period. <laughs> and I am here. <laughs> and, and you will... And you will... And you will, um, and you will bow down to us at once. As he uh, shoots his arrows. Arrow, should I say. Pew. Okay, and I'll say that arrow from your crit and the percentage dice hits so hard that it actually interrupts the polymorph spell it was going to cast on its next turn, and it will not be casting that at all. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. All right. Lena, your javelin. Okay. Yes. Um, Question. Can I tie rope to it so that if it hits her, I can start pulling her towards me? It'll take an action to do so. Okay. Then for now, I will just throw the javelin and do something else later. It was a 23 to hit. And which one are you going after? Uh, same one that Gary did. Yep, it hits. And that is a whopping six damage. Nice. nice. So it'll take three of that. <laughs> there we go. I've helped. As Good the job, javelin Carla. just... <laughs> we'll say the damage. javelin goes through one of the holes in its body and comes out the other side, <laughs> oh. just barely scraping a little bit of it. <laughs> just hanging out in the fountain. And... 
That brings us to Giriad now in initiative. Oh. Okay, so I cast Cordon of Arrows. Okay, so what does that do? You plant four pieces of non-magical ammunition arrows in the ground within range and lay magic upon them to protect an area until the spell ends whenever a creature other than you comes within 30 feet of the ammunition for the first time, returns and one piece. Oh, you know what? I'm just going to say, can I not do that? Because it's actually not worth it. Yeah, that's okay. You can go back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Commit, bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's <laughs> not. I'd rather just shoot, shoot my. No, yeah, go ahead, yeah. go ahead, go pew pew. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm so I've decided to miraculously go pew pew. Twenty nine and seventeen. Um. Yep, that'll hit for both. Are you using sharpshooter on those attacks? Yes. No. So not, taking... not not on this. Not on this one, at least. Okay. Because I want it to. Because I want it to hit. Okay. Yes, both will hit. So because you don't use sharpshooter, then there's not that plus 10, no, is my understanding? No. Yes. Okay, perfect, thank you. I sometimes do that. Should I yes. clarify yeah. if I'm using sharpshooter? Actually, for, just for me, I think it'd be helpful. Oh, yeah. absol absol absolutely, okay. So, thank you. So I do 13 damage. 13, oh. and that's uh, both, both attacks? No, not yet. Just one, okay. So, and eight. 13, eight. 21, nice. Yes. Pew, pew. Okay, the dust keg is looking pretty bad, actually. Excellent. Um, oh, is that is that not the the uh, the anus? I mean, sorry, sorry, the anus hag. Yeah, my bad. He's he's attacking the hag of the anus because he doesn't understand. <laughs> okay, so the anus hag is looking bad. Um, it's below half of its hit points. It is bloodied. Finally. Any movement for you? Um, absolutely not. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Lena, you are Yeah, up. yeah. Lena's like, okay, it's time to do something and be uh and and be helpful. So she rages and yes. uh she with haste, she her movement is doubled, so I'm hoping um I can get up to that hag who's looking pretty bloody, the one that Giria just Yeah, hit. totally. Um uh I got in with the haste I get three attacks, so she's going with her, her beautiful uh silver Axe of the Ram, great axe. I got an 18, nice. a 20, and a 17 to hit. Do those all hit? <laughs> those will all hit. Yes. 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 That's 50 damage. Yes, Lena. That's Holy shit. 50. Yep. Okay, so Thanks, it's going to take 25. Oh, right, because it's halved. Yep. Yes. It's looking terrible. You really got it down. It's uh, it's not looking great. <laughs> nice. Nice. Okay. I did something. And yeah. It's still in fucking slow motion. That's hilarious. Because um, it's concentration, it's so like motion. it just, yeah. Um, so that's Lena's turn. Next up is Sai. All right. So Sai is casting a chromatic orb uh, towards the um, the orb, <laughs> the, the other orb, and using it's going to be cold damage, and okay. uh, that's a dirty twenty. Yeah, um, you don't even have to actually roll for its AC. It's big enough that uh, um, any attacks you guys make on it will okay. hit. So just roll that damage for me. Okay, so that is... Uh, I'm using it as a level one spell, so that's... All right, so that is 14 damage. 14, so you smash it with this ice damage, and it does look like it weakens a bit and has these cracks running through it, but it is not taken care of yet. Ooh, okay, <laughs> wow. Okay, next is the hags. So, the other one is still slow. Um, can you roll a d20 again for me for the anise egg? Eight, uh, 18. Wait. 18? Yeah, okay. 18. So, I think what it's going to do, actually, is it's just going to go to the end of its turn trying to make that wisdom save. Okay. 13 won't pass, will it? Nope. Okay, well, that's 
that then. <laughs> the du- because I said it went to the end of its turn, so it does. Um, the dust hag. It sees. Oh shit! Uh, I'm being left out to dry here a little bit. The dust hag turns to you. Hmm. There's so many people around. I don't know who to choose. <laughs> like Jesus. Um, if it's oh Avery, is this, is this the one that Lena attacked? If so, um, she attacked recklessly on her first attack. If it's so. okay, um, it's not. Oh, sorry, it's the this other one. The I'm getting them confused. Yeah. No, no worries. There's a lot going on. Ah, oh, gosh, 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 Mickey. Hmm. Yeah, fuck it. Okay. The dust keg turns to you, Sai, as it sees you run across the bridge. It's gonna cast no. Eye Bite on you. Ooh. So I need you to make a Wisdom saving throw again. Okay. That is a nine plus seven. Uh, sixteen. Did I pass? Yes, the save is fifteen. Okay. Oh. So what that means, if I'm looking at Steve Jobs' here. new design to mouth guard <laughs> is iBite. Okay, so um, iBite, how that works is it can make you either fall asleep, become panicked where you're frightened, or sickened where you have disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks, but you passed immediately, so it does not work. And the kind of, <laughs> kind of pops up and goes, ha! <laughs> <laughs> so that's its turn. That takes us to Bree. Okay, uh, Bree is going to cast a firebolt at the Anis Hag. And. Take okay. her down. Oh, I got a nat 20. Oh, yes. All right, double the dice on that bitch. That is. Of course, Steph gets the nat 20, goddamn. Yes. <laughs> Steals them all. Must be nice. Yeah. <laughs> Poor Lena. Hey, Steph's on my team, so I mean. That's uh, 20 damage. 20 damage. Yes. How do you want to do this, Steph? Yes. yes. Go, Steph. Um, yeah, so Brie is just going to stare at her right in her face. She's going to create this emerald green firebolt, and she's going to throw it right into the center of her chest. And it lodges in the center of her chest and begins to glow and glow this firebolt until it explodes with this fiery energy, popping open the anise hag's chest and its rotting flesh goes spurting all around it in a five-foot circle, and it falls to the ground. Yes. <laughs> uh, so that brings us back to the top of initiative with Velvet. Yeah, I'm going to bring Sexy back here. I'm going to try to put one of them to sleep. <laughs> yes. uh, so there's only the one left in front of us, obviously, right? Yes, the dusk yeah. hag. So I'm going to try to put the dusk hag to sleep. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. So, because you said that she was immune to being afraid, but not to being asleep. I believe. Um, is sleep a charm? Does it say they become charmed? Mm. Um, no, it just says is affected and put unconscious. No, yeah, then uh, it should be good. Hey, nice. nice. So, um... I'm trying to figure out what you have to roll. Uh, this spell, the creature within 20 feet of you, um, ascending order, current hit points, starting with the creature that has the lowest hit points. Each creature, the spell affected, damage, subtract. So you see how it says roll 5d8? You got to roll that. And if it's above the Dusk Hag's hit points, it will fall asleep. Oh, is that it? Interesting. Oh. oh. I don't and think I've done if you that the right it, way at all, ever. Oh, if you cast it at a higher level, um, you get 2d8 more for each slot above the first. I'm going to cast it as a level four. So Ooh. I believe it's a level three. Uh, so, uh, oh no, it is a level... No, it's a level one. It's a level one, shit, okay. So you're going to roll 11d8. 
You know what? I'll cast it as level three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you roll 98. That seems like a little bit overkill. Yeah. <laughs> Sleep, you bitch. I don't know. Yeah. How many hit points Sleep. <laughs> Holy shit. 43. 43? <laughs> yeah. Damn. That is not enough at its current hit points. Ah! Fucking kidding me. <laughs> okay, well, fuck oh. it. I'm going to look at the fucking sphere then, try to figure out what is the next thing that it needs. <laughs> It's not through the first level, so you can't take it. It's still not through the first level! (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying! (laughs) My god! I didn't realize it had hit points! Okay, (laughs) this seems extreme, but... Does this, I mean, because literally nothing I have been doing is working. Um, Is throwing a demon water on the ground, is that going to count as a whole move? Yes. Okay, well, I'm doing that next, so step back, everybody! That's all I can do. No, I was going to hit him. (laughs) <laughs> oh god. Um, so Geary, you are up. I don't even like. I I am sorry, guys. All I can do is pew pew. I pew I pew, pew away. Hey Matt, yeah, Matt, I feel you. I feel pew you, Matt. That yeah. Dusk bitch. Yeah, like I. <laughs> the dusk bitch. <laughs> All right, dirty twenty Avery. Nice. That'll certainly hit. That's your new nickname, dirty. Dirty twenty Avery. <laughs> Sorry, go <laughs> <laughs> Dirty, 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 Oh, man. 13 damage? And 12 damage. And 12. That's 25. So nice. 25. And this thing takes full damage from attack, <gasps> so we are all Yay. good. Oh, you feel oh, those arrows It, it does? I'm sharpshooting it from here on out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so that brings it to that. It is officially... Nope, not yet. Never mind. Oh, it, is not uh, bloody. it is not bloodied yet. Oh, okay. Okay, well... Lena, Lena. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to bloody it. Lena's like <laughs> growing tired of this battle. She has no magic, so she's just like red eyes at this freaking <laughs> hag in front of her, and uh, she's attacking with her great axe again. Who, who would have guessed? But um, they're all above twenty, and one was a crit. So okay, uh, roll a percentage dice for me. Yeah. Uh, that's only a 65, so. Rats, you just have to double the dice. Just have to double the dice, yep. Mm-hmm. So I did, and um, so she just hits it three times for 52 damage, but also with her... Um, oh, yeah, haste. Yep, and with her silver axe of the ram, since it crit, it actually bumps it. So one second, Lena, no. you, you do not get a third attack because slow is also a concentration spell and you can only concentrate on one spell at a time, oh, I believe. No. Un- unless haste oh, is wait, just no, no. an oh, action. Yeah, okay. Let me, jump, let, me, let me double check haste. When did you do uh, that though? Because I did, ooh. Yes, it is concentration. So you mm. no longer, so starting now, Lena, for this attack, you do not have haste. Okay, Sorry, so <laughs> that's okay. Um, so I'll take the first two, which the crit was the last one, so we ixnay that one. So that's oh, wait. oh that's okay. It's okay. <laughs> I know I rolled it, so I feel good knowing that at least I rolled it. <laughs> that's twenty-one damage then, and it twenty-one damage. Yeah. All right, so this thing is officially bloodied. It is not looking great. You slash it twice, Die. and it leaves two giant gashes, and like a mixture of like hot embers and blood starts mm. pouring out of its chest. Mm. Uh, Sai, you're up. 
All right. Now, do I have to roll to attack the the orb again, or did you say it's not necessary? Just to roll the not damage. Not necessary. Just roll nice. that damage. Okay. So roll on damage. All right. Another fourteen damage. The first layer, you smash it with another chromatic orb, and the frost encompasses it, and it shatters and falls to the ground. Yes. <laughs> okay. And can I can I do an intelligence check to find out what the next layer is is not impervious to? Yes. Let's do it. All right. Um, okay, and, uh, and sorry, what, what, uh, I'm doing a intelligence. Arcana check. Arcana, right, 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 okay. Um, so that is a 27. Okay, so this layer is orange, and this layer is destroyed by a strong wind. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does anybody have wind power? <laughs> <laughs> I can and- blow on it. <laughs> yeah, like, would, damage would, yeah would, that, would that be like thunder damage? Would what, that work? What is or? that force? Or? Straight up wind. Just wind. It needs to be a strong enough wind. Oh, well, crap. So for instance, like uh, there's a spell called... Oh, what's it called? It's like a level one spell. It's like this little um, d- dust devil. Yes, That could take care of it, spells. for instance. Um, <laughs> that I don't have. <laughs> yeah, but not force damage. Now we have the dust keg. It turns to you, Lena, since you're the most immediate threat. It's kind of panicking at this moment. Okay. Uh, it's going to make two nightmare touch attacks on you. Okay. Um, is that with advantage? Was the last yes. one reckless? Okay. Uh, so the first one's a 12. That misses, I assume. Yes, it does. The second one's a 21, so that will hit. Yep. You're taking 4d6 yep, yep, yep. plus 4 psychic damage. So you take <laughs> 16 psychic damage. And that takes us to Velvet. Okay. I have a crazy idea. All right. Avery, tell me if this is going to work. So, Lehman's Tiny Hut. If I use Lehman's Tiny Hut, I... (laughs) No spells of the enemy have an effect within the hut. Can I put the hut over the sphere and banish the sphere by mathematical elimination? Spells and other magical effects can't extend through the dome or be cast through it. So that, like, that's the kind of part. It would still exist within the dome or within the hut. Um, mm. Because uh, you can't shoot spells out of it or shoot spells into it, for example, but it would remain inside of it since it's not passing through uh, out or inside of it. So, okay, uh, another question then. <laughs> dancing lights. <laughs> d- dancing lights with the orbs. Um, they they spin and move, and they are physical objects because you can move them. Um, if they spin hard enough, could they have like a turbine effect? I'm gonna. You can do it, and I'll have you just roll a straight d20. And if you get an eight or higher, I will say yes. Okay, that's Ooh. fair. That's fair. That's uh, straight, so I don't get to add any spell stuff, eh? Uh, no. That's fair. Hey, fifteen, baby. Yes. Nice. Okay. Okay. So. Do you want me to, like, take it back so you can cut this in? Sure, yeah. Okay, so I've decided that I'm going to use my dancing light cantrip and see if I can get some some windmill going. Uh, Avery, is that cool? And then uh, you can cut in you saying, yeah, that's cool. And I'm like, great. <laughs> Thanks, man. I super appreciate it. You're the best. Yeah, no ever. problem, dude. I'm probably gonna, I'm just I'm probably going to keep all of this now. Oh, no, don't do that. <laughs> no, no. At least cut my clap out so I don't look like an idiot. <laughs> sounds good, sounds good. <laughs> you don't know what I do for you guys in the other No, I'm just kidding. Um, so, okay, so, uh, yeah, I'm going to use my, my dancing lights. 
and I'm going to send them over and make a bit of a windmill effect. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like swirling them with my hands, just trying to create as much air um, as possible to blast that sphere. And as it begins to make this turbine effect, you see the orange sphere begin to shake and shake, and it gets ripped off and flung out, and then the orange light disperses into the air. <laughs> and now you are at the third layer, um, and it is yellow. Ooh. Nice job, Velvet. Can I use my bonus action to check that one out? Yes. Sweet. Uh, Roll I just, Arcana. Arcana? Okay, that's not my strong suit, but we'll see. Uh, 14. You have no idea. Mm, you look at it, you're like, mm. maybe we have to pee on it, Velvet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and then Giriad. Oh boy. Um, <laughs> how how bad does it look? The orb or the hag? The hag. Pretty bad. Pretty pretty bad. Pretty bad. Okay. Um. So obviously, <laughs> we all know what I'm gonna do here, guys. Okay, come on, Matt. We gotta do what we do best. Yes. You're going to leave. Yep. And the carriage is what I'm out. <laughs> Peace, guys. I'm yeah, done. Well, that's that. Good luck. So, does a 20 hit, and I do sharpshooter. Yes, it does. Nice. That is very, very nice. All right. Um, that's a 24, baby. Yes. Oh my god, that is exactly its hit points. How do you want to do this? Yes! Oh, so, Agiria takes in a deep breath as his, um, as his, uh, oh god, his brand glows and his eyes start to glow a little. And, his, and he starts to get really frustrated and he goes to shoot two arrows and they lodge right through, right between both eyes of the hag. Nice. Oof. Mm. nice. Fuck, yeah. And that happens and it literally stands there for a moment and slumps to the ground falling onto the arrows forward and they pr go through the head through the back completely now in this moment the hags are dead on the ground the final hag the green hag stops her ritual for a moment and looks down at her fallen sisters i always knew you were weak sisters this is why I shall be revered as the true hero when this day is done, and you will serve me in our bountiful reward. She then extends, uh, she then extends her hands, and quickly, the bodies of the two hags that are dead fly up to her into the prismatic wall. She slices her hand through the air and opens up Queen Mab's back once more. She brings her sister's bodies and stuffs them back into Queen Mab, then following herself into the queen's body. In this moment, the prismatic wall disappears, and queen's, Queen Mab's body falls to the ground, impacting it with the weight of four creatures. And for a moment, there is stillness. Until... Oh my god. Queen Mab slowly stands up. Her eyes are burning red like the Dusk Hag's eyes. Her body is rotting like the Anis Hag's eyes, and her complexion is green like the Green Hag's. She takes the necklace on her neck off and shoves it into a piece of her armor underneath the armor. From her side, she pulls off this black and blue scimitar, deadly sharp, deadly sharp and infused with black magical energy. She twirls it efficiently and then takes an offensive stance. Mm. 
D&D Legend of the Silver Flame. We'll be right back after a brief word from our sponsors. And now, a word from our sponsor, Antonino's Pizza. Our specialty is pizza. That's what we do. It's what we do best. We don't offer pasta. We don't offer wings. We don't offer fries. We stick to what we do best, and we believe we do it better than anyone else. The best pizza in town are your money back every penny. We have three locations, South Windsor, Tecumseh at Manning and Amy Croft, and LaSalle on Malden Road. And now, a word from our sponsor, Brimstone Games, your one-stop shop for all your tabletop needs. Located at 1421 Tecumseh Road East in Windsor. And I need everyone to roll new initiatives for me. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh dear. Nine. Uh, 21. 17. Three. <laughs> Yay, Kim! <laughs> yes! At least it's on initiative. <laughs> Three, you said, Sai? Three. Yep. And what was Breeze? I got a six. Six, okay. So, Matt sent me something, and it's called the Solo Boss. Uh, the, the, the sheet is called Solo Boss, oh, yeah. so I want to explain it to you so there's no confusion. Solo Boss. So, the boss's HP is increased to its maximum. Uh, the monster's damage dice for each of its moves are decreased by one step. So D10s become D8s, D8s become D6s, and so on and so forth. Hmm. The monster acts four times per round. At wow. initiative 15, 10, 5, and 0. At initiative oh. steps 15 and 5, it takes its full turn. At initiative steps 10 and 0, Queen Mab may either make a single attack of its simplest attack action, just one, or a single movement. And per the entire round, it only gets one reaction. Is she still person size? She hasn't grown in size, correct? She has not grown in size. She Ooh. is still just large. Good. Yeah, that would be bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And she is gargantuan. Yeah, she uh, looms <laughs> over the island. In this same moment as well, though, jumping through the golden light of her warhammer shining brightly, she slams the yes. warhammer into the ground. You see Darunia stand up and say, Sorry it's taking me so long. We had to kill all the far spawn out there for, oh my god. Then she looks at Queen Mab herself. You know, I never liked the Winter Queen. I think I'll enjoy bashing her face in. And she twirls her Warhammer. Ooh. Oh, <laughs> Lena's impressed. So Darunia is going to be joining you guys. She's going to go last in initiative order. So first up is Lena. Uh, right now, Queen Mab is literally 10 feet away from you. What would you like to do? Yeah, Lena kind of like just cracks her neck and holds her new great axe. Kind of <laughs> looks back at Darunia's that's like so much sweeter than hers, but goes, come on, do something cool. <laughs> And she just, still raging, with her spectral warriors next to her, charges, and and um, she actually rolled a nat 20, rolling oh, recklessly. No. Her second attack was shit, so I'm assuming an 11 doesn't hit. Uh, no, it does not. Yeah, but the nat 20 hits, so she just, like, goes straight for, like, I think the chest, and uh, does 28 damage. 28, okay. And with the, um, the uh, axe of the ram, it actually pushes her back 10 feet. Nice, okay. So she gets pushed 10 back, ten feet back away from the rest of the group, mm -hmm. 10 feet closer to Sai on the bridge. Oh, Ooh. sorry, Sai. Sorry. <laughs> That's okay. I forgot, I forgot the axe did that thing. It's new. 
And a reminder, I don't know if this counts for spells as much, but with the uh, spiritual ancestral protectors, everyone, um, when she attacks anyone except Lena, they have resistance and she has disadvantage. Mm. I think it might be magic as well, actually. Is it magic? Yeah, I guess if, it's yeah. if they take damage, I, 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 I don't know. Any attacks. So everybody will have resistance to its attacks. Oh, yes. sweet. Good job, team. Cool. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Rack. God Thanks damn. for that help. Yeah. <laughs> That is insane. Mm -hmm. okay. And you, and she has disadvantage. Is everyone still at full health? Because I'm still at full health. I'm at I'm full, full health. Oh, health I'm too. almost, almost. I'm okay. not. I'm at like half. Oh. Oh. Poor Bree. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Bree's right. been having a rough go today, guys. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes, she has. Um. So after Lena, we have Geriad. It's just like, I guess Geriad just kind of looks at it with his stupid unfazing face and um and he just kind of like huh? and then he goes to pew pew it <laughs> all right <laughs> love it i declare sharpshooter avery okay one is 19 and one is six 19 will hit six will not yes i thought so so okay <laughs> 23 damage for the one arrow and it takes that full damage there's nothing resistant to that all right any movement hell no Okay. Actually, no, yes. So I will move to Bree. And, oh, I, th I think I have a bonus action. Um, yes, I, I'm going to cast Healing Spirit as a bonus a bonus action. She she'll be healing 17, and so will I. And uh, it, it goes till a minute. So that's 10 turns if you stay within that five cube, five foot cube, sorry. Okay. So if you don't move is basically what I'm saying. So after Gearhead is... Queen Mab. So first thing it's gonna do is cast haste on itself. Oh no! no. Oh dear. I disagree. Oh goody! Yay! So now it gains another action. The next thing it's going to do is cast Mage Armor. So it gets a plus three to its AC. Oh, and it's hasted, so that gets. Okay, and then. Oh, it has war magic, so it can make one weapon attack as a bonus action after it casts. So it turns to you, Lena, and it's going to make Ooh, a scimitar attack. And it's reckless. So oh, we... crit fail. Oh, <laughs> reckless. Fuck. Oh, my God. Why did you have to do that, Lena? She, he, she crit failed, but now I get to roll again. I didn't God. want to. I did. Oh, I should have said that. Lena. Lena. Get it. Lena. <laughs> Does 24 hit? Yeah, 24. It's okay. So. <laughs> Okay, so you take 11 slashing damage. That was canon, Velvet said that. If anyone's listening, I wouldn't have wanted them to think I was cheating and being like... <laughs> Plus 27 poison damage. Sorry, say that one more time, Avery. The um, first one, 11? 11 slashing damage and then 27 poison. That's good. Oh my god. Wow. After that is Velvet. Okay, so uh, it's got the scimitar in, in her hand, so I'm going to use heat metal. I'm gonna cast it as a fourth level spell. Uh, so, nice. um, beyond any creature visible contact, fire damage until I'm having oh, a Constitution saving throw for me, Avery. Oh dear, it actually has proficiency in con. Oh well, sixteen. Does sixteen pass? Oh, uh, it's fifteen. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So, so it's it gonna passes. take half the damage here. Okay. Um, so it's gonna be. 14. We'll take 14 fire damage. I rolled really well with these d8s. Wow. Damn, yeah, that, that is actually <laughs> yeah, pretty good. Yeah, it was just like sevens all day long. Like, wow. Nice. 
Um, if the creature is holding the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed, uh, or the object is dropped. So yeah, it holds on to it. Okay. Um, if it doesn't, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Okay. Suck it. Counter spell. Can I use counter it's... charm? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, how does counter charm look? Let's take a look. I don't know. <laughs> I, just oh. know that I, I just know that I have counter charm. <laughs> uh, that I'm no. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Velvet honestly just sits down at this point. He's like, well, okay. He, 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 he just sits down and starts playing his his his, his lyre and hopes that someone shows up because at this point, like, it has been the most unfruitful fight for him. So he's just going to sit down. He's just like, well, I gave it my all. Bree, you are up. How close am I to Lena? Um, 30 feet away because you haven't moved. I am going to cast a healing word on her. Okay. Um, so that is seven hit points. Aw. Lena just like smudges like smudges like the blood on her nose away and she just turns to Bree and goes, You're the best, Bree. <laughs> <laughs> Bree nods and telepathically says, Thank you. Okay. So after that is a full turn for Mab again. She's going to cast Shatter. So she chooses a point within the four of you, Geriad, Bree, Velvet, and Runia. Um, for this Shatter spell, I need you guys all to make constitution saving throws. 22, Avery. 19. 18. Nice. Nice. 22, 19, and 18. Uh, those all pass. Yes! Yay! So you guys are going to be taking just the half damage of this thunder as it instantly emanates with this huge clap of lightning and thunder. Uh, and she rolled really shitty on it. So you guys are only taking three thunder damage. Oh, that, like, not that it matters, but that's not half to Gen, right, Avery? Because that we have resistance? Actually, yes, it would be, <laughs> So you guys take a whopping one thunder damage. <laughs> yes! Guys, we are immune! <laughs> Can you imagine nice. if someone punched you and it hurt more? That's hilarious. She's going to turn her attention to Lena because Lena Lena's smiles like knowing. a cornerstone of protection for these guys. So the next thing she's oh, going to do, good. fuck it, she's going to cast Fireball at you. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. So rude. <laughs> so I need you to make a dexterity saving throw for me. That's a good thing. I have um, danger sense. So I get advantage. Uncool swine. 19. Okay, that passes. So I believe with fireball, you're going to be taking half damage. Okay. Uh, yes, so you only take 11 fire damage. Still, uh, yeah, okay. Lena, is that halved as well? No. No, it doesn't apply to her. No. Okay. Lena's oh, right, pretty right. darn Everybody bloodied, else. guys, but she's... She wants to kill this but thing. But it gets to make a weapon attack since uh, it has war magic. So it's going to go to attack you again, Lena. Okay. And 18 hits, I assume? Yes, it does. So that's eight slashing. So that'll be four for you. Mm-hmm. And the poison damage is 20. Oh, guess what? She's unconscious. Oh, Okay, no. so Lena goes down. And I believe if you're unconscious, that means that nobody else gains the benefit of your spectral warriors, I would assume. Uh, yeah, no, no. Yeah, they, they just they just disappear. Not that anybody can see them. <laughs> okay. Next up is going to be Sai. 
Okay, question. Um, okay, so Sai takes the talisman and aims it towards her to see if she can, so he can figure out any vulnerabilities. Oh, that might have been smart. Um, there are no vulnerabilities. Or there are no resistances or anything either. Um, she has advantage on saving throws against being charmed. She cannot be put to sleep. Um, I'll tell you her weakest stat is wisdom. <laughs> And strength. They're tied for the weakest. Okay. She is sensitive to sunlight. Hmm. Sensitive to sunlight. So sunlight sensitivity. When in sunlight, the drow has, or um, queen map has disadvantage on attack rolls, as well as on wisdom checks that rely on sight. Um, okay, another question. Um, if I cast slow, will that neutralize the effect of haste? You know what, because slow is a more powerful spell than haste, I'll say yes. It'll cancel it out, and the uh, Queen Mab would be back to normal. Okay. All right. I'm going to do that, because I have one third level spell slot left. So, okay. um, yeah, I cast it. Um, normally, it's a wisdom saving throw, but due to the nature of the spells, I kind of want to roll with this. It's a cool idea. I'm going to say it instantly gets um, dissipated. Awesome. Mainly because slow is stronger than haste as a okay. spell level. Good to know. After Psy is Darunia. Yes. Okay, so Darunia's pissed. Bring your golden hammer. She is going to make three. She's going to run straight up to this fucking bitch and make three <laughs> attacks with her warhammer. Um, unfortunately, one is a crit fail, but the other two do hit because they both roll over 20s. So that mm. definitely would hit. So that's 37 damage from the warhammer on her turn. Oh, exactly. So we are back to the top. <laughs> Lena, you're up. Guys, I don't know what d20 to use for my saving throw. <laughs> I'm so scared. I'm going to get a new one out. <laughs> no, I'm going to use this one. Let's see if it works. I've gotten two. Come on. <gasps> That's a two. Okay, you fail your first saving throw. Oh, my God. Imagine <laughs> Lena dying. Oh, my God. Okay. So after Lena is Gyriad. So I'm gonna take <laughs> off that one spell. healing spirit as a bonus action, and um, sorry, healing, yeah, healing spirit. And here's my last second level spell. Um, I am going to cast healing spirit on on her, and it could be 60 feet away. So I just, I'm just gonna shoot. I'm just gonna do it towards her, like right cool. where okay. she's at. It is 18. She gets 18 hit points uh, every oh. turn. Nice. Amazing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Does that bring you back up to zero? Um, yeah. So I was going to say I count the negative seven that I was down, so it's only... Uh, I'll take that off with 18. Ooh, that's 11, then. Yeah, so Okay, so you are, you are now conscious and <laughs> awake, Lena. So she that's... looks up slightly embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> that's my, uh, that's my uh, bon bonus action, and I'm going to, as usual, I'm going to pew-pew with Sharpshooter. Just clear. Nice. Two attacks. Let's do it. So that's 18 and 17. Those will, the 18 will hit. Ah, okay. We know, guys. That is its AC with mage armor. Ooh. Okay. okay. So that's 24. 24. Nice. That is nice. Yes. So Queen Mab is back up. She's going to turn to you, Gyriad. And she's going to make a ranged spell attack. She's going to cast Ray of Frost. Uh, oh, that's a crit fail. Okay, so that's her turn. She's going to take some movement to move toward the larger group at the back. So Darunia's going to take an attack 
really quick with the Warhammer, and that is going to miss. So after that, we now have Velvet. Okay, so he's going to st- stand up and just kind of ignore the rest of the fight and start to walk <laughs> towards uh, the sphere. And I guess I'm going to use my last... Um, oh, no, I got a bunch of level ones, actually. I'm going to use Thunder Wave to try to blow a hole in the smoke. Nice. Okay, so I won't even really have you roll anything. Um, it just works instantaneously. Um, the Thunder Wave blasts away a part of the smoke wall, and instantly this light is let in. So she actually took her movement toward you guys, so that light immediately douses her, the sunlight, from outside. And for the next, I'll say... It's going to take a while for the fog to come back. Um, while she's in the light, it'll last three turns, that hole in the wall. Three now rounds. that there's a hole, I, I, I don't see any sign eh, of, of Faye back up still, because I kind of poke to see if I see anything <laughs> that's going on. Hello? Hello? <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately, no. Damn it! Yet. He's like, he just fucking t- Titania. Oh my Titania's god. Titania's a bitch. All right. Any movement, Velvet? Uh, No, he's going to stay back because... He's not very strong, but I'm going to see if I can just kind of keep this this sphere at bay for a while. Okay, no problem. Yeah. So, Bree, you're up next. Okay, I'm going to cast a firebolt at her. All right, let's do it. Okay, so that's an 18 plus 7 to hit. <laughs> yep. Okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> and that is 11 fire damage. 11 fire damage. Okay, nice. As a bonus action, I'm going to ask, um, how, how many people need to be healed? Uh, me. <laughs> I'm, doing, I'm fine. Yeah, I'm doing okay. Oh, I'm good. I am, I am swell, as the kids say. <laughs> okay, yeah. So I'm going to cast another healing word on Lena. And that is going to be... Eight health points back. I love having people with healing spells. Yeah, it's, it's always <laughs> Thanks, good. Matt. Thanks, Jeff. <laughs> yes. Of course. So next up is going to be Sai. Okay, he's going to hurl a chromatic orb towards um, towards uh, the Queen Mab, and that is a 19, which I believe does hit. Yes, it does. And, okay, I'm going to do damage. Uh, 15 damage. 15, um, acid damage. Acid. Okay. And we are back to the top with Lena. Oh, my God. (laughs) Lena's, uh... Oh, my God. She's, she is looking like she's gonna fall down again, but she's just so... She's just, oh, she just can't go away from this battle. It's horrible. She's gonna die. Um, (laughs) (laughs) she looks at this queen and she just goes, you better die soon. And she just swings her great axe again, a 23 and a 26 to hit. So they both hit. But those hit. will both hit, yes. yeah. Um, reckless and uh, 34 damage. How do you want to do this, Lena? Oh my god! Yes! <laughs> Finally! Um, I mean, I don't know. I feel like she just, she just goes like right for the chest. And like the first one like finally breaks through the armor and then she just kind of like kicks her to the ground and kind of gets on top of her and just does like one final like one right in the right in the chest. 
<laughs> okay, so you kick off her plate armor on the front. She falls to the ground. The necklace is there. It's where it was being hidden. You slam right into her chest, right through that eyeball necklace, <laughs> and it breaks it in half, and it sludges over her body as she releases this final breath. You hear these this triple-voiced scream emerge from the queen's body, and she slowly fades. Her eyes close and her skin turns back to its pale white it usually is as she lays on the ground with your axe in her chest. You can't tell if she's alive or dead right now, <laughs> but she is down for the count. You guys defeated Queen Mab. Ooh. Oh my god! So the shadowy dome oh. as well, once you land that final blow, uh, begins to fade away and it disperses into the sky around it until it's finally gone. Mm. And the eggs are nowhere to be seen. I feel like Lena like pulls the great axe out of the queen and just like kind of like slumps to her knees on the ground, just like so, she's almost like gonna pass out again. Yeah, Velvet <laughs> just goes and and, and 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 sticks his feet in the pool. <laughs> and then Sai comes over the bridge again. <laughs> Lena, excellent job! <laughs> Feeling fantastic. Yes, he has all of his hit points. You do an okay, you doing okay, Sai? Oh, yes, I, I feel fantastic. That's you did that's a fantastic! Oh, look at you! Oh, look mm -hmm. at what you did! Oh, congratulations! Yep. She like, thanks, and she like wipes some blood away from her face. <laughs> <laughs> Holy moly! As they're sitting there, I, uh, I, I look at Bree and I go, Bree, and I point towards the shard up. It's, it's still mm -hmm. there, right? It's still like hovering above the fountain. Yes, it is in its gold circle still. I look around and I go, I don't really see any elf to stop us, so yeah, shall we? Giriad, uh, Giriad is already just walking towards it. <laughs> <laughs> Giriad's there first. <laughs> yeah, um, so Giriad, what would you like to do? I'll, Nobody's I'll around it. right now. <laughs> so yes. you actually have to climb up the fountain. It's like this, a bit of a taller fountain. Okay. Um, so he goes to climb. So Okay, you climb it, and it's no sweat. You go up to the golden thing, and is your alignment evil in any way? No. Then you can pass through this gold sphere. Okay, I just walk through and I grab it. <laughs> Ding! Garyad, you have collected the third Kyber shard. Yes! <laughs> I, uh, yes. <laughs> and Sai sees, Sai sees this and, uh, and he says, Yes, excellent, we got the, the third shard. I have an idea about how to store this. I know that we're, we're keeping it in the hut, but... I have the ability to uh, store store things in a chest in Much the better. ethereal plane. I love that. Mm -hmm. the Velvet conjures Lehman's tiny hut and, <laughs> and and grabs the two and goes, I've been waiting and I've been trying to put in a sauna and they're just in the way. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Velvet, you know where the shards were all along. I, Bree, I thought you hid them. Well, it's my hut. I, I, I've, I've spent a lot of time in here. I, I might have peaked a little bit. <laughs> um, so they're going in a chest now? Yes, in the ethereal plane. So that we, oh. can, we can access them whenever we need to, and I, I, I can go into the ethereal plane. Very good, so, and he hands it to you. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to hand my two to Bree for safekeeping, because Velvet doesn't want to touch them. So, so Sai's got one and Bree's got two. Okay. Yeah, so Bree's going to bring them over to Sai and say, I, I like your idea, Sai. Okay, and um, just Avery for the uh, just the mechanics of this. So I, ha I have to have a physical chest, um, like a replica. Um, were you assuming I already have that have it? Yeah, that's no problem. Okay, <laughs> thank you. Okay, so <laughs> I open up the chest and uh, 
and I, I kind of motion it over to Bree to put the, the um, Kuiper shards in there. And I walk over and I gently place them in with the other one. Okay, then I close it up. So only you can access this, Sai? That's right. Uh, good. Uh, unless you can go on the ethereal plane too. <laughs> I wish. I wish. <laughs> Maybe one day. <laughs> Darunia pipes up and she says, "I do think it might be best if you take the shard. They almost had a hold of it, and oh. you have clearly proven yourself to be strong warriors." Did you well, see us take it? <laughs> we just did. <laughs> yeah, she was standing there fighting oh, with you guys. Oh, she oh, watched okay. all this happen. <laughs> we totally she acted like it. we were trying to steal it. <laughs> <laughs> And so I said, don't worry, we, we will keep it safe. <laughs> we, will, we will protect it. We, we, uh, we have the other shards and, and we are going to, to use this to, to uh, banish the evil from this land. Very well. Oh, look. And you see in this moment with a bunch of centaurs and satyrs, oh Titania God. shows up crawling over the Chateau Faria side, runs up on this majestic unicorn that she is riding and then dismounts it and steps up and says, well, I see you've taken care of everything here. I did not doubt you for a second, Velvet. Uh, well, you better fucking doubt me because no deal. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Velvet is like, he's, he's just so red in the face and he's like, do you know how many of my friends came close to death and you just show up like, well, no! Shame! <laughs> Shame on you, Titania! Velvet, I wish it was as simple as you being able to take it still, but that artifact is deeply woven within the magic of the Fae, and if you remove it, it upsets the balance of Chateau Faria, which upsets the balance of Arctis Tor, which upsets the balance of whatever's beyond there as well. It's bigger than you or I. It is a very... It is interwoven in the very nature of these realms. I have to take it back. Lena, Lena pipes up and just says velvet and just kind of gives him this like tired, like this tired look as she's like sitting there. She's like, I don't want to be an animal, please. Velvet looks at it one last time. Is Porter around? Yes, actually, he is. I make eye contact with Porter and I give him like the remember, like, you know, like, like, you know what to do. Like, <laughs> he's beaming. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh. And I go, fine, get it yourself. And I throw it, I throw it behind me and it lands in the fountain and I walk away. <laughs> nice. Yeah, fuck okay. Titania. I don't, she doesn't deserve anything. <laughs> so as you walk away, Porter's actually going to come up to you. And this is a moment between you, Velvet, and Porter. And he's still smiling, even in your dismay. He says, that was really brave of you. But Thanks. I have something that might be better for you. Oh, Please tell me that it's silk sheets. <laughs> no, it's something a little more personal. And Ooh. he brings out a lyre that he made. I promised I would make you something, so I did. Oh. This is the lyre of passage, I like to call it. It'll allow you to cast the dimension door spell once per day for free. And you oh. see on the lyre, he actually engraved like this little picture of like a gnome and a satyr holding arms happily together, walking on a hill. What is Aww. it made out of? Wood. It's wood? Okay. Yes. Um, what kind of wood? <laughs> <laughs> Whatever kind you want it to be, man. <laughs> I, I want it to be cherry. <laughs> it's cherry, then. Absolutely. Ooh. No, you know what? Fuck it. I want it to be um, uh, elm, so it's like 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 a, like a pale... 
pale look. Ooh. If that's cool. So he he presents the cherry wood. He brings it behind his back. He brings it back again, and it's suddenly elm wood. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna train me. You're gonna teach me how to do that move. <laughs> he takes the letter and he goes, "Thanks, friend." And uh, you know, if uh, she finds herself, and I kind of look towards Titania, if she finds herself out of a job in the, over the next you know little while, uh, you got my vote to be the king. <laughs> Unfortunately, it's queens that rule, but I appreciate it, Velvet. Ooh, ooh, matriarchies. I'm down with that. That's sexy. Uh, well, if you know anyone who's better than Titania, a.k.a. anyone, <laughs> you just, uh, you just oh. back them. Oh, believe me, she won't be a queen for much longer. Love you, buddy. And he smooches you on the cheek. Mm, Velvet returns the, the cheek. <laughs> um, so, Mortar pops up and says... A queen. No. And he falls to his <laughs> knees. <laughs> no. But then her eyes just flutter open and she says, you giant oaf yeti, get away from me. And she stands up as she kind of rubs her uh, chest and says, ow. <laughs> uh, hey, don't be mean to that guy. He like helped out a lot. Um, your, your highness. Yeah, you like almost ruined, you almost killed us. Enough with the Your Highness crap. Screw you and screw you. <laughs> and he looks at Titania too. Screw both of you. In all honesty, she does not have much to say. She is so fucking embarrassed right now. Like that should not have happened. She sees herself as so powerful and that was super, super embarrassing. So she just looks to the rest of you and says very quietly, thank you. And she walks away. That's it. And Titania's like, and Titania starts throwing jest at her, jests at her from afar, but Queen Mab just puts her hand up and walks away to the Arctis tour side. She doesn't want anything to do with this anymore. <laughs> <sighs> Guys, I think I'm done with the Fae. Mm. Sorry we didn't get to yes. have, a, well, not a mutual orgy, but sorry you didn't get to have orgies with other people, everyone. I was kind of hoping that I would give you a slice of life, but, uh, well... <laughs> that's it. That, that's it. I think. I think we'll live. I think mm -hmm. we'll be okay. Uh, clear, clearly, you've never had a good orgy, but okay. Mortar looking at Lena says, "Okay." <laughs> that is sad. <laughs> it's not is too it late, Lena. We could give you a few minutes. Uh, <laughs> Lena's face just goes bright red, and she's like, "I'm. Oh, I think I, what I need right now is a very, very long rest." Uh, hmm. Whoa! How, well, look at the castle. I wonder if they have rooms. They better. We saved their bloody lives. Is anybody hungry? Ooh, I, 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 I could use mm. some food and yeah. I could go for uh, falafel. Anyone in the mood for falafel? <laughs> Fantasy falafel. I will gather sustenance and echo and walk off. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you get falafel. I don't think he's gonna get falafel. Uh, hey, hey, Sai. Yes. Um, can I get that um, beholder eye back? Oh. <laughs> uh, just and, and the Sai just walks the eye. Over to Lena and and he kind of. Uh, pats her on the back and, and says, I kind of used it. I, I, I tried to uh, disintegrate the orb and, well, it uh, didn't work. Didn't quite work. <laughs> Sai, it's, it's, it's really, it's okay. I just, I just want the eye. That's the most important. What happened? Did, 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 what happened to the Is eye? Is it gone? It it got destroyed. It, it, it fell apart. I don't think yeah. she realized that, so I'll keep, she literally thinks the eye still might be there. Okay, and and uh, so he so Sai turns to her and says, "Well, uh, 
had kind of disintegrated into this goo, and you know, you you really oh. wouldn't have wanted it anyway. Um, you know. Did you keep the goo? <laughs> oh my god. It's but fine. Then, it's it's then, hey, 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 it's fine. You know what, Lena? Come walk and talk with me. Okay, come let, let's walk go over in. the bridge and let's let's head back for some some food and, and oh. uh, maybe some meat. Do we do we have meat here? Is they the better bloody better have good? meat. Like oh, elven yes. meat, some kind of elven, elven meat. meat. I I I heard that that's pretty good. Anyway, you know, Lena, mm. you remind me of my daughter. Um, she she's a a great fighter, and I feel like uh, this this battle I've become a little bit more you know I've been closer to you, and and uh, I, I know I can't give you your eye back, but but here here here's something that I, I think you might be able to use, and he takes out the what do they call mm. it the elven fire? Aww. Elven fire. Elven fire, and I said what? I got this uh, from one of my new friends, and uh, I thought maybe you could use this on your axe. Lena's speechless for a second, and then all of a sudden, all these emotions that she's been bottling up, like her freaking <laughs> parents Aww. dying, her sister leaving, Rachel Kesh, like, basically lying to her most of her life, and then almost dying twice. She kind of, like, gets emotional, and she has this, like, <laughs> weird face where she's, like, trying to hide her emotions, but her eyes are, like, watering that someone would, like, think of this for her, and she just looks up to Sai and goes, um, hey, <clears throat> hey, Sai, can I, can I ask you for something? Of course. And she, like, looks to make sure the group is really not around. And she just, like, leans in close and says, Can I have a hug? Of course you can. And mm. he opens up his arms. She, like, just kind of walks in. Like, she doesn't hug back. She just kind of, like, walks in with her arms Aww. down. <laughs> and he, he puts his arms around her and gives her, like, a big dad hug. Oh, that's great. And then she, and then as she's doing that, she goes, Hey, hey Sai, by the way, what's huh? your... What's your daughter's name? Uh, Kirlin. She goes by Kier. <laughs> She's lucky to have you. Thank you. <laughs> Kier! It's Kier, yeah! Yes! I feel, like, I feel like you just <laughs> hear it fell from afar. I found the falafel stand! <laughs> He's over by the market. <laughs> For context for you, Matt, Kier is the character Kim played in the first set, in the that. first campaign I ever yeah. uh, DM'd with them. So um, yeah, Sai is yes. Kier's father. So I'm, it was awesome. yeah, yeah, I'm her father. That's, that's, that's so Kier, cool, Kier. Kim. Whoa, crazy! That was our first time we all played D and D. Yeah, first they, game what a throwback. They have hummus yeah. too. <laughs> oh, do they have that garlic sauce? They're the uh, really good one. That part seems to be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> so here's how this is gonna go. I want everyone to tell me what you want to do for the evening or whatever. Drink me and drink me. Drink cool. me. Um, does anybody want to do anything of particular action for the evening, or is it more just resting? Oh, probably resting. Uh, Bree wants to chat with Velvet for a minute. <laughs> oh, okay, oh let, let's do that first then. Yeah, Velvet's just in mid falafel eat right now. Hum, 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 hum. <laughs> Bree, do you watch show is really good. <laughs> um, thanks. Uh, I, I wanted to give you back your demon water thing. I know you used one of them up, so I thought you could use it again later. Oh, you didn't use it? Oh, it's really fun. It, it The death of despair is, is funny. Anyways, okay. I uh, thank you. kind of got knocked unconscious before I had the chance to use it. Yeah, that'll do it. 
I wanted to say <laughs> thank you for uh, helping me out there. Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, you were dead, and you've saved me a lot of times, and, you know, you're pretty cool, so d- don't die on us. <laughs> I'll yes! try not to. So <laughs> uh, can I ask you a question, Velvet? I love it. Yeah, shoot. How do you keep doing this? Mm, wipes the falafel from his mouth. Doing what? <laughs> All of the fighting and, and dealing with the chaos. Oh, you mean like this, like the the the, the crushing despair? Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Yeah, the existential crisis that you're having. I was trying to help out in the library, and this really nice old elf guy accidentally got killed. (laughs) And I feel (laughs) horrible about it. How do you deal with that? Uh, (laughs) He, like, hops up on the falafel counter that I assume is partially on fire and, like, taps her to sit down next to him. Okay, she does. Bree... The thing is, you know, when you've traveled everywhere, you realize that there will always be someone better than you and always someone worse than you. And that's just the way of the world. And sometimes you just have to... You have to accept what you do, and sometimes things happen. But, you know, I believe, at least, that it's... It's what you intend to do that matters. And you, Bree, have saved a heck of a lot of people. Just think, since we met, how many people you've saved. And he does, like, like a scale with his hands. People you saved. Uh, one innocent elf. <laughs> now, I'm not saying that that's good or fair. But I'm just saying that that's, that's the way that it works. And listen, if you want to save the world, you're going to have to accept that people willingly or unwillingly have to sacrifice themselves along the way. And the best we can do is just keep fighting for them. There's really no winning here. I mean, we're fighting some evil shit and they're breaking every single rule imaginable. And we are holding ourselves up to a different standard. So the best we can do is just fucking hope that when we pass through that great big beyond and cross that rainbow bridge that uh, that we left this place a little bit better than it was when we arrived. So can you say that about your life, Bree? Is the world better off before, uh, now, than it was before you showed up? I guess, before helping people? That's the best that you can really hope for, isn't it? She nods and kind of wipes a couple tears from her eyes and she says, thank you, Velvet. That really helps. And she squeezes his hand really lightly and then hops down from the table. Oh, uh, one more thing, Bree. Yeah? Do you not like how much Lena is hovering over these shards? Oh. <laughs> oh my, I did not think that's what you were going to say at all. <laughs> um, you know, that is something that concerns me, but... I know that she's a good person, and I want to give her the benefit of the doubt, but I I know how much is at stake. I don't doubt that Lena is a good person. She has... Oh, fuck, this falafel is good. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't doubt that she she's a good person, but... Trust me, 
someone who owes people a lot of money. <laughs> like enough to make your head fucking spin. I know someone in debt when I've seen them. That's really all. I just... I care about her, and I care about this whole group, and uh, I just think we should keep a closer eye on her. Not out of suspicion, but for protection. I brought sustenance. And Gerard comes in with like a full, like a full elk, like enough to feed six people. Oh my god! Holy shit! Perfect. We got non bread here. I think. Oh, I found some bubba ganoush and elk. This is gonna be quite the feast. Ooh, pickled turnips. (laughs) So Avery, you wanted us, you wanted us to tell you like how we're using our our evening. Yeah. So after eating. Um, Sai's going to go to the library to sort of check out to see if uh, he can find any uh, interesting spells, like any spell books that he can maybe copy some of the spells down. Mm, okay. Uh, roll perception for me. 16. You find a scroll of control water. Is it, oh, okay. Yeah, that's different than create or destroy water. Okay. Yes, control water, fourth level transmutation, basically. Perfect. Um, it's a, there's a lot. You can cause flooding, you can yeah. part water like Moses, you can redirect flow of water, create a whirlpool, there's a lot. Yeah, that was one of the spells that I, I, I indicated that I wanted to get, so awesome. Oh, nice, Thank you. there you go. Yeah. All right. And uh, anybody else? Gyriad is going to make a campfire, cut up elk for everybody, and sleep outside. Nice. Aww. Aww. Under the stars, it's a clear night sky. The elves are cleaning up the city at this time, and yeah, it's beautiful for you. Mm. There we go. Mortar talks to each of you, and he says, Let me know when you want to go can take you to destination. What is the destination that you can take us to? Um, I th- think you guys said a tomb, cold, cold tomb, hidden tomb. Yes. Yeah, we're trying to get cold. <laughs> To the cold place. The, the yes. cold place. The cold play. <laughs> the cold play. <laughs> the cold play. <laughs> let, let Mortar know when what to go. Mortar take you there. Thank you, Mortar. I see you guys will probably go in the morning, right? Yeah, yeah Lena's gonna like hunker down under a tree and just yeah. do some sketching and some sleeping. Probably fall asleep with a sketchbook in her hands. And just... In that case, I, I just one more thing I want to do is velvet. Yeah. So ever since that conversation, Velva's just been having a great time and stuff. And uh, I assume that, like, everyone who's outside is, like, are we around the market or around the castle? Uh, you're staying in the castle, but you have every, you can go anywhere. Wonderful. So Velvet definitely found nice furnishings in the castle, and he sneaks down and uh, sees, um, <clears throat> sees Lena sleeping under that tree and sees the sketchbook <laughs> in her hand. Oh, and I want to sneak <laughs> over and uh, read her sketchbook. Ah. Ooh. Okay, roll stealth for me. Lena's sleeping, so it shouldn't yes. be hard. Okay. I actually pretty good at stealth. 19. Yes. Do, Not do, a sound. Do. You're good to go. <laughs> and I pick it up really quietly, kind of kind of keeping an eye on her, and I start to scroll through the sketchbook. Shit. Okay. So what do I see? Yeah, so it's like a very well-worn leather sketchbook, uh, leather front and back. And uh, you can tell that she's had it for a long time. At the beginning, it's like pictures you'd see of like an eight or nine year old drawing. And then you see um, 
a lot of like, say like around someone around, maybe like you can think like a 10 year old or so, you see drawings of just like a sad girl that looks like Lena and this dark presence behind her. And then as you flip up some more, you see basically her versions of the drawings of the spectral warriors that she sees when she rages. So like the humanoid figures with like um, uh, the, the knives thrust in them. And it looks like more of like a teenager's drawings of that. Um, you see images of her family. Um, but I think the ones that I guess for Velvet would stand out is just like the spectral warriors one and just like her as a kid like drawing herself and then this weird kind of like thing around her head like these like um and you see it says theo on a lot of them you see the name theo drawn out a lot um right uh, i assume like if i get to like more recent ones of like if you're doing a more like refined self-portrait or whatever do i still see it might not be labeled theo but do i still see that kind of dark like it's i, I get the idea that it's traveled with you through age yeah, I think the as the drawings get more advanced and she's gotten older, she really doesn't draw him very much anymore. But it's a lot of like um, sketches of her on the road, different places she's been, and then it's ones of her family and um, some of the adventures you guys have had. But I think the ones that would stand out are when she was, I think she learned she probably shouldn't draw him and once she realized who it was, hmm. um, she probably stopped being so obvious. <laughs> <laughs> but I think, yeah, the ones that would stand out are the ones when she's a kid. No, okay, yeah. then then in that case, Velvet's going to go to one of, not not like, not the first or second one, but definitely one of the younger uh, drawings that she has of Theo, and he's going to rip the page out, and he's going to tuck it in his pocket, and he's going to put the book gently back where he left her, and he's going to... You ripped a page out? Oh, shit, yeah, okay. Yeah, he, he ripped the page out just so that he can have proof um, and show people later on. Um, and he, he like takes your like like robe or cloak whatever and just kind of like tucks it over you um, just to make sure that you're tucked in and uh, walks back to the castle <laughs> damn cool nice okay cool. so you meet with Mortar in the morning is there anybody anybody wants to do because if not I'm just going to kind of head into a narrative part knee bend nope. Events, yes. Gotta make sure you mention that. Yeah, just my morning scrub a dub dub. That's about it. He's definitely taking a yeah. bath. <laughs> so, you meet with Mortar in the morning, and you tell him you're ready to travel to your next destination, fully rested. Also, you are all going to be leveling up, obviously, after that yeah. whole shenanigans. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, Mortar nods his head. And he claws a rift of magic in the open air before you guys, and immediately this cold, harsh wind begins to bellow through. He leads you through into Arctis Tor once more, standing at the foot of the mountain behind the Winter Court. Where you wish to go is to find something hidden. I will take you to a place hidden in the Fey from other creatures. And he begins walking toward the mountain, forging his own path through the snow. After a short time, you come to the base of the mountain, where great mounds of snow have been created from eons of wind pushing up against the mountain. Mortar drags his claws in a, rectangular, in a rectangle over a part of the mound, tracing a thin blue rectangle of light on it. When it's finished, a doorway of snow opens, showing the entrance to a cave of ice. 
Mortar leads you through until you come to a small cave ending where there are flowers in a small garden. And above the garden, there's this small floating red fire providing just enough warmth for the plants. And you recognize the flowers to be from Chateau Faria, the summer side of the Fae. Mortar love flowers, very pretty, but not an Arctis tour. So Mortar take from other side of Fae and keep here its secret. So no one think badly of Mortar. Oh, smart Mortar. Here, thing is hidden. Here, Mortar grant passage to tomb. He turns, and once again, he tears a rift with his claws. And through the rift, you see an endless seeming wasteland of snow. Not a single tree or hill in sight, just flat, dead, cold land. But in the distance, there appears to be a cave entrance leading straight into the ground. Mortar, thanks for everything. And she like gives him a little pat on the leg, I guess, because he's so tall. <laughs> um, Velvet gives him the, the last bottle that he had of the maple liqueur that he had from oh. a little while ago. And he goes, you, you know what, Porter? It gets pretty cold here. So take this, buddy. Thanks for all your help. You you are really a class act yeti. Thank you, Velvet. We'll cherish for years. <laughs> then drink. Well, <laughs> just don't. Don't keep too long or else you'll lose the sugars. It doesn't matter. Anyways, you enjoy. <laughs> he takes out a skull and hands it to him. Morthar. Mortar. <laughs> that is. And he just kind of like extends his hand as far as he can with this skull. Uh, uh, Mortar also cherish for years. And dwarven customs when given the skull of an enemy. This is a great honor. This is how I proposed to my, well, <clears throat> what was my fiance? Lena just looks to the others like, holy shit. <laughs> that's how you proposed? That, that's Velvet's question. <laughs> Martyr will cherish dearly. Thank you, friend. Now understand this, Balthor. I am not trying to propose to you. I am simply giving you my gratitude. Mortar slightly disappointed, but also grateful. <laughs> I will now give the custom of the little one, and he points at Velvet, and he slaps uh, Mortar on the butt. <laughs> oh my god. Mortar blushes, but you can't see under all his fur. He just says, oh. Very As he speaks, signals. he walks away and goes to the oh. portal. <laughs> Yeah, Velvet follows, oh but seriously, a skull, Gary? <laughs> a freaking skull? As, as they walk through. <laughs> and you guys travel into the Arctic tundra of Crystal Fall. Mm. And that is where we will end tonight's very long session. Yay! Thank you, everybody. Great job. Have fun leveling up to level nine. It's going to be a great time. Bring your players to exciting fantasy worlds with Sword Coast Soundscapes. With over 100 different D&D soundscapes on YouTube, Sword Coast has ambient tracks for any setting from coast to coast, some of which you can hear in this podcast. If you're loving the music you hear in this campaign, then consider supporting Will Savino on his Patreon, Music D20, where he is constantly dropping new music to elevate your tabletop games. Just go to www.patreon.com and search Music D20. 
After choosing a patron tier, you'll get access to hundreds of tracks thoughtfully composed for your adventure role-playing games. Hey there. Thanks for listening. Tall Tale Theater Collective is proud to announce that we are expanding our podcast network to now feature two programs. We will continue to present our horror series, Night Terrors. Welcome to a world of thrills, threats, and terrors. Night Terrors is an anthology radio play podcast that will bring you face-to-face with your nightmares. Come listen, if you dare. Introducing our newest program, Fantasy Fantasia, which includes two RPG podcast campaigns. The first is Dungeons & Dragons, Legend of the Silver Flame. Experience laughs, suspense, and triumph with a motley crew of adventurers who could be the last hope against great evil, long thought to be vanquished. The second is Monster Hearts, Undergrad. Follow the tale of romance, mystery, desire, and murder as an unlikely bunch of mostly pubescent monsters navigate their social, academic, and supernatural lives at Oakhurst College. Listeners even get the chance to weigh in on the action of both campaigns. For more, visit our website at www.talltaletheater.com. Talltale Theater Collective. Grow with us.